Welcome to Commending and Contending, a podcast of the Gospel Coalition Australia. I'm your host, Jonathan Holt. The Gospel Coalition Australia exists to encourage and assist Australian Christians to remain convinced of the truth and power of the gospel, to commend and contend for the gospel in our lives and our ministries, and to foster connections between individuals, churches, and other ministries so that we can most effectively advance the gospel in Australia. Joining me today is Heather Millard. G'day, Heather. Hello. Great to be here. Uh, Now, maybe not everyone's got a chance to meet you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, I'm a full-time public servant in the Commonwealth Public Service, but what I really love is my volunteer role. I'm a chaplain with New South Wales Ambulance, which means I get to get out there and support our wonderful paramedics and uh, help them, I guess, with their their well-being um, and get them to, yeah, as as they do a really tough job. Uh, and I get to also occasionally get out there with some of the, the bigger incidents and get to support bystanders or family members through really tough times in their lives as well. So it's, it's a really interesting job. You never really have a typical day either. <laughs> so as a public servant, does that mean you're based in Canberra? I am. I even get to work in Parliament House, so that's a bit special. Wow. <laughs> uh, and you attend a local church somewhere? Yeah, I'm a member at Gungahlin Anglican Church, which is in the north of Canberra, um, really thriving community, which I love. Uh, and and they're, they're really important to sustain me in the ministry I do as well with the, with the uh, ambulance service as well. They, they pray for me and support me as well. That sounds fantastic. Heather, how has God been encouraging you recently? Wow, goodness. It's, um, it's been amazing lately. I, I can be a very busy person, one of those ones who don't know how to say no. Uh, And recently I was lucky enough to have some time off work and I travelled overseas to a beautiful part of the world in Iceland and Norway. Um, And I was able to be reminded of how to slow down and appreciate creation. And I had a moment, I I was actually on a cruise ship in a fjord and took some time out just to stare out at these amazing mountains and glaciers. And after, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes, I actually found myself singing hymns, hymns of praise. And it was just, it was a God moment and the spirit was just moving me to just remember I'm part of this and how amazing, slow down, appreciate and remember that God's all around us. Um, so that was amazing in and of itself. But, um, yeah, I just really took encouragement from that to remember God's with me all the time, even in the busy, but take some time to appreciate and get back to that, to what's important, I think. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that moment where you see the grandeur and size and scale of God's creation uh, that he mm. speaks into existence and sustains by the power of his word, it really can move your heart, can't it? Oh, it really did. And I've spoken about it to a number of people now and we've all kind of gone, oh, yeah, let's just breathe on that for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely.
I wanted to pick up on that volunteer role uh, that you mentioned doing as a chaplain. What does it look like for you to commend the gospel of Jesus in that chaplaincy role? Yeah, look, it's, it's a really exciting role. And the, the program itself is um, a multi-faith chaplaincy program. Uh, and we're working in a secular organisation. So it's a really interesting way to step out for the gospel. And although... I, when I when I do the work, I'm wearing a uniform, the same as the paramedics. So I fit in, I'm recognised, and the epaulets that we wear on our shoulders, um, they have the designations for, you know, if you're an intensive care paramedic or a station officer or whatnot. Uh, the chaplains, for me, I have a cross on my epaulets. So it's obvious who I am. Um, but that's kind of all that, that indicates why I'm there. So for me, in that role, we're not supposed to go out and proselytise. We're there as part of a broader staff health team and we're there to support their well-being. So for me, it's about how I live the gospel. How does my how do my actions, the way I hold myself, the way I speak, how does the love of Christ come out through that? Um, and I think for me, when I first joined the program, oh, it's coming on to three and a half years or so now, when I first joined and was introducing myself to some of the paramedics who, let's face it, they have a tough job. Um, they can be, they can have punches thrown at them, spit on hard words. It's a tough gig. You really kind of have to prove yourselves to them <laughs> to get in under that tough layer. Um, when they find out that you're there volunteering and we can be there in the middle of the night, we can be there on the weekends after working a full week, and they kind of go, huh, you're not getting paid for this, huh? And often we're turning up with a ba- you know, a tray of brownies or <laughs> a hot soup in the middle of winter. Um, what, you're not getting paid for this? Why the heck are you doing this? And that kind of opens the door for me to say, well, you know what, I'm a Christian. The way that I show my love is to support you in the way that you are supporting our community. Jesus showed his love by dying on the cross for me. I benefited through with salvation through that. How the heck can I show my thankfulness for that amazing gift I choose to do it by supporting you. And some people will go, oh, right, okay, thanks. <laughs> Off they go. Others will go, huh, who's this Jesus person? And that's when I kind of go, woo, yes, here we go. <laughs> Let's have a conversation. Have you got time for a cuppa? Um, others will go, oh, right, okay. And they'll circle back to me next week, three weeks' time. Um so I think um, the opportunities that come up, it's, it's just about a gentle laying of foundation. Um, and the, so for me, chaplaincy is how I portray myself, the actions. When people realise that I'm not, dare I say, the God freak, the Bible basher, um, I'm a regular person that cares for them, that's the solid foundation that can open doors down the track. 
And I imagine many of the situations you're walking into and the care you're showing comes at a time when there's heightened anxiety, there's maybe trauma, there's Mm. all sorts of kind of emotions. Uh, What do you do so that the, the calm grace of God is evident? How do you manage yourself in those stressful moments? Oh, goodness. Yeah. I pray a lot in the car. <laughs> um, so visiting a station um, to build those relationships, that's that's the easy and the fun part. Um, the other part of my job is attending a, a, an incident. Um, and as you've said, they can be really traumatic things. So um, usually when a chaplain gets called to a job, it's for an unexpected death. Um, so... When I get called out to those incidents, I have time in the car where I, I I know what I'm heading to. So I'll spend time in the car praying on the way there. And it's, it's God, use me. Give me the words. I don't know these people. I don't, I don't know what they're experiencing. I don't know if they know you. But be with me. Give me the words. Give me the comfort. Um, and... I'll arrive on scene. We do the whole, you know, there's lots going on there. There's often police involved too. So it's a busy, chaotic time. And I'm praying for the spirit to be with me and just bring that calmness just to sit with someone. Often, often it's not words. (laughs) I'll just sit with someone and just hold their hand or bring the cup of tea. Um, And I think it's also really important when I've left a scene to pray as I leave Um, and that's one of the things that paramedics struggle with as well. They'll pick up a patient, take them to a hospital. That's all they know. They don't know if the care they've provided, how that ends up, Uh, and it's a bit the same for us, the chaplains as well. So I'll leave a scene and I'll pray and give give those people to God. Okay, I've done my work, it's with you. And I guess that's that's a little bit the the same for all of us in our lives, isn't it, as we live our own Christian journeys through life with whatever work we do or ministry we might do. We're, we're planting seeds or we're watering seeds that someone else has, has planted, isn't it? So we're all a bit like that. We have to have to pray for the spirit to be involved in that person's journey at whatever point they're at. Yes, we just play our part and present in the moment. Uh, I wonder if we sometimes get too much in our heads about future hopes and things we we wonder about when we could actually just be present in the moment and trusting mm-hmm. God for whether to just sit with someone or whether to when they invite the opportunity to speak. And it sounds like um, you you're waiting for them to to kind of open up that, that, that offer you the invitation to speak. And, and that's when in the program, you can start to talk about uh, the way that your faith shapes you and, and perhaps could touch the Mm. other person. Um, Have you seen ways in which once that conversation gets going, people are open to hearing about uh, Jesus? Yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, the struggles and the frustrations uh, that they can see, you know, the ha- our healthcare system isn't great. It's better than a lot of other countries, but it's not perfect. Um, and paramedics are such caring people. They get into that role because they want to help, but they're so frustrated at the barriers they hit. Um, so being able to let them vent frustrations, but then also talk about the hope that I have 
for the next world to come and why, yep, I understand those frustrations. I can feel them. There's something better coming. We just have to hang on. Um, So I've seen those and I've also been able to have the conversations down the track some of uh, I've been blessed to have been able to do a baptism for a paramedic who and his his young daughter down the track you know um, a year or so after meeting them um, and that they'd moved away and they've gone oh you know what it was really great I loved working with you when I was in in your area and now this has happened would you come and do this for us even though they'd moved away they'd got another church or whatnot so it's um it's an ongoing relationship that we're able to build as chaplains, I think, um, and that you just walk alongside people. It's it's such a privilege. <laughs> Absolutely. There, it seems like a really intriguing ministry role in the sense that typically when you think about ministry, you're thinking about maybe the 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 person who's working in the church, uh, uh, the, the the kind of trainee worker or, you know, the, the women's worker, the, the children's minister, they're all very church focused. Are there things about having a ministry right on the edges of church, right out in, in the space of, of a workplace? What's that actually like? What's it, what was it like to be doing ministry in that kind of area? It's kind of exciting, really, because um, you never know what you're going to come up against, <laughs> which sometimes is a bit terrifying. But um, no, it's it's it is exciting. I think I think sometimes we can get stuck in our own church world or in our own circles, um, and you can get a bit comfortable there. Um, I think perhaps we're seeing that in society as a gen- general now and we see that in some of the, the census results, don't we, and the decline in people who consider themselves Christian or to have a faith of any sort. Um, that decline there, we need to get out amongst society and see what's out there and listen. Why aren't people coming to church? Mm. And perhaps actually that's okay that they're not coming to church. Let's go and meet them where they are. Have those discussions out there. Um, You know, I I know a wonderful um, lady who's doing some fantastic work in Indigenous communities with healing uh, and letting them talk about their, their experiences alongside how Jesus can be part of that healing stories. Now, she's not in a church, but by goodness, she is sharing the gospel out there. Uh, And those kind of things are so exciting to hear about. Um, So, yeah, I I would like to think that some of these chaplaincy work can be happening in places like that as well. And chaplains are so great. You know, we've got school chaplains and prison chaplains and police defence chaplains. Um, I I get excited about the fact that, yeah, we're out there, not in the traditional places uh, and you just don't know who you're going to meet. <laughs> uh, Heather, is there a resource at the Gospel Coalition Australia website that you could recommend for us? Oh, I don't think there's one in particular, but I like um, scrolling through what I what I get on my Facebook feed. That's a bit old school to do Facebook now, but I'm still on there because, um, again, you don't know what you're going to get on there. Um, I like sharing those Facebook feeds, uh, whether it's with with my own um, friends or with um, my church community as well. So I think it's really good the variety of articles we get from there from such different points of view 
too. And it, I guess that goes again to being out there and getting just different points of view, different thoughts um, to expand my world and see what's out there and start discussions. I might not agree with everything that comes there, but it prompts me to go and look into something or read a different part of the Bible that I might not have read for ages. Investigate. Oh, why do you say that? Okay, that's interesting. So, um, yeah, go, go to the smorgasbord. <laughs> Sample all the tasty delights. Yes. And right. Uh, the TGCA uh, Facebook page uh, has regular posts about different things that are appearing on the website. Sometimes they're brand new articles. Sometimes they're a deep dive into the history uh, of uh, some articles that haven't seen the light of day for a while, but are well worth an, another read. I like the way that uh, you can see ways then to share and send on uh, recommendations and suggestions. Thanks for chatting with me today, Heather. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. This podcast is made by the Gospel Coalition Australia and you can help us. Uh, you can help us by sharing this particular episode uh, with maybe a Bible study group, a community group, a life group, uh, or going to our website and making a donation to grow the networks of Australian voices speaking the gospel to Australians.